0: It's your boy, Mr. Handcrafted, and welcome to the I Don't Know Shit Podcast. Uh, today, we got a guest on, uh, a friend back from high school. We went, uh, we didn't go to high school together. We were in the, the gents together. Uh, we were in this program called the Perspective Gents Club. It was like a program for uh, minority kids that uh, just kind of, I think, looking for like a better opportunity type shit. We went to the University of Portland. We got tutored by the 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 people that were going there to receive their master's degree in education i believe and yeah. it was it was just an overall great experience we ended up going to a black history tour where they took tours of the south um different colleges historical black colleges and it was just an uh opened up your mind to a whole different experience that you normally aren't previewed to living in the inner city um so, I, want, I wanted him to introduce himself, but when, I, when, I, when you introduce yourself, I want you to say your name, what you do, and where your dream place to live or buy a house is. Buy a house, too? Buy a house. <laughs> live and buy, like, so, like, if you could go to, like, this dream place, would, would you buy a house there? And where would that place be? What would it look like? Sound like? Smell like? Um, hello, everyone. I'm Dominique May. And the I, official Dominique May. <laughs> he trying to be humble.
1: <laughs> and I'm a realtor, actually in license in Oregon and Washington. And dream place to live, I would say probably Hawaii. Hawaii, so the, the, okay. Being in the, the tropical. Vibe. Have you been there?
0: Yeah. Okay, I've never been there. Is it expensive?
1: Yeah, I, I assume it is. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the island,
0: enjoy the coconuts and all that good stuff. Is it is it like super cliche like people like? Well, make it seem like you get off the plane and there's people and like is it really like that <laughs> well um well, i haven't been there in a minute actually i was a kid when i went through. okay okay
1: but but they have that's yeah they have the touristy spots where you do that you go snorkeling
0: yeah, you yeah. actually swim on the beach that's dope. um why real estate why what made you grow up and want to become a, a realtor like um
1: so i kind of i fell into it But I started out doing reading a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad.
0: Okay, we were just (laughs) talking about that. Okay.
1: By Robert Kiyosaki. Right. And in the book, he kind of lays out assets, liabilities. Okay. So he words assets as anything that adds money to your pocket. Right. So when you buy, after I read that book, I stopped buying Air Jordans. Really? (laughs) But in those definitions, Jordans could still be assets. Absolutely. If you resell right but most of the time you what you do you buy them you wear them what do you get oh nice shoes bro
0: yeah see (laughs) but for me it's like when i so i after after uh, after the episode i'll show you my jays i mean i don't got i got so i got 35 pair that's not a lot but they're all in box they're all pretty decent like how often do you wear them i don't wear them a lot at all actually they're still in the box like this I probably shouldn't say this, but if uh Michael Jordan's airplane went down tomorrow, I'd be making some good money. Bro.
1: Yeah, so then if you sell them, yeah, their assets, otherwise you just kinda So the
0: idea for me was so I look at um some of like so I got like the space jams, I got some of the Breed thirteens and uh I got some fours. I got like I got like I got I got I, got, I think I got one through sixteen or something like wow. that. And Space, like, Space jams well, are my favorites. Uh, which ones though? The original ones. Okay, okay. The Ones that glow the, the, in the dark. Right, the gummy Joe, bottoms. Yeah. Okay, okay. Gel bottom. All right. So uh, if you, I look, got the breads. The the originals of those, bro. Right now, those cost all. Yeah. Bro, could and, you? Have... And, and we used to have them as kids, but then you know we you see, were wearing them. Right. So for <laughs> me, it's like I, I the way I thought about it is like if I go out and I go do something, or I'm going somewhere nice. Of course, I got like a I got like my pair that I'm wearing to, like. To nice, like, that only have been wearing, like, I got shoes back there that I haven't even been worn before. And then there's shoes that have been worn a couple of times. And so, like, for me, I was thinking, like, if I was to be able to save those shoes and potentially, like, give those to my kids, the value of those. Yeah. If, if they use it as value. And that's the thing. That's yeah. why I didn't want to give it to them until they were of age to really find the value in it.
1: Or, if you train them to work for it. So,
0: that's another thing because otherwise
1: they aren't going to appreciate it as much.
0: Dude. So by no means am I rich, well off or anything that's of the fashion of I'm doing good. You know what I mean? So, but like for for me, like like me and my wife are talking about it. When, when we get them stuff, it's like, okay, what's next? What else did we get? Yeah. It's never like they never indulge in anything that I get them. That's why I think
1: um, my perspective on that is kind of just doing more experiences together. Because it, it lasts longer.
0: See, I don't know. I I, I I agree with that. My wife, like when I go to work and stuff, she like she bakes cookies with them. Like we do a lot of things like as a family. I don't have them that often, so I yeah. try to make our time together interactive, engaging. You know what I mean? What about vacation or like the beach. So or? I I wouldn't mind. I don't. I don't have a problem. I don't. I think because of the dynamic between me and their mom that 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 they will they will never value me ever really until like i'm gone or they're older and realize what they have and that's common and and it and it it was like a reality check i've had like within the last week and it was kind of depressing to realize like shit my kids really don't give a fuck about me (laughs) like they like they like what daddy got you know what i mean it's like when they see me i'm thinking like oh they happy to see me they like nah what daddy got for me type shit you know yeah you know a guy that talks about it it's 50 cent actually no. He has a new book that I
1: read. He was talking about entitlement. Right. What his, uh, his son, that's, I think they're estranged. Marquise. Yeah, yeah. That, so, yeah, yeah. Because actually, speaking on shoes, in the book, he was talking about how he was trying to get his son to start a shoe business, like where he resells his shoes. Right. And then he started getting the mom
0: involved and all that. And yeah. It didn't work out. For me... That situation is a little different though because I don't really know their situation, yeah. and I'm not really trying to speak on another man and his son. Yeah, but like from what I've heard and seen on the internet, <laughs> um, that dude, his son has taken pictures with the guy's son that has tried to kill him. Yep. I don't know. Maybe I'm petty, immature. I don't know if I could forgive. So, and it it was, it was like a blatant like, mm. ha! He knew, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So it was like a deliberately like. Fuck you, like, you know what I mean? So, like, and the fact that he's older and he's, like, um, an adult now and he's making choices as a man and not as a child, it's, like, as he gets older, I feel like he will always love him, be able to forgive him, but I would know
1: Nope, 50 Cent, actually. He said, um, how long can you love something that don't love you back? Right, right. That's how he feels about his son.
0: I understand that, but I feel like there is, there was a, regardless of, like, you can love something without being in love with yeah. something. I don't think it's physically possible for him not to love something that. That yeah, looks just like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, but but to be able to like really not give a fuck, like I'm sure he doesn't give a fuck like that. Like my kids ain't growing and I'm starting to get to that point now. You know what I mean? Like I do a lot to try to like be that non-stereotypical dad and just still have that title. It's just like, damn, what the fuck am I doing all this shit for? You know? Like, I'm literally trying to do everything that I never had and some, like, to the point where my kids don't, my kids don't know we broke. My kids honestly think we probably rich, bro. You know what I mean? As a kid, as my kids, I knew we were broke. You know what I mean? I felt all the struggle that we had growing up, you know? Hmm. My kids have never, ever had to ever think about, oh, we won't have a place to live or any of that kind of shit. So, like, I don't feel like kids should have to feel like that, but I feel like, was it good that I went through that because it made me more appreciative? Is there a way to get kids to feel that without having them go through that?
1: And I haven't had kids yet, so. Oh, <laughs> well, you're probably not that person to ask. <laughs> but um, but circling, went- circling back to why real estate, um, it's just always been an interest of mine. Real estate's been the number one industry to create millionaires as well. So I've always wanted to learn how to invest in real estate, and what better way to learn than to actually pursue it as a career.
0: So, as a as a real estate uh, realtor, can you invest in properties? Yeah. Like, can you go and buy your own shit? Like, yeah, to...
1: you can, you can, you can um, go and buy your own properties, and then you can actually use your commission to to pay off some of your closing costs. There's different options you could do. It's like it's like, <laughs> it's like
0: working the system, kind of a little yeah. bit. Do you have any properties? I'm working on it. 2021. Okay. 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 Do you own your house? Not yet. Okay. Okay. Um, when you... When so you...
1: when you're self-employed, they kind of a little more strict. They go off of your your 1040 after two years, and they turn that into income and salary. Uh,
0: okay. So okay. you got to
1: grind it out and then work with the lenders. But you know the whole process.
0: So it makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, but my first property I'm working on is a duplex.
0: Oh, so are you going to live in one and
1: then rent out the other one? Yep. Live in one, rent out the other one, refinance after a year or two,
0: and then use that money to buy the second property. So, so me and my wife, um, I'm, uh, you already know, but me and my wife are actually going through the process of trying to look for a house. Uh, we are like right there. We literally just need like a couple more points on our credit score and we're like ready yeah. to start go looking. Um what are like um when i was talking to sandy she was saying that and Who's what, sandy sandy so sandy is the loan a le- le- loaner, loan officer le- loan yeah. officer lender um so she's the person that's going to be helping us get our loan to buy our house uh, when i was talking to her she was and i was asking her about refinancing because like let's say that Uh, We really want this house, but it's at this price and we can only get it if we can pay, let's say, $2,500 a month. But after a year, hoping to refinance, we can possibly get a lower interest. Right. She was just saying that only depends on the market and how it's trending. Because if when you're trying to refinance, the market is in the shit. And you refinance? You financed your house at three point five or three point six, three point seven. You're not gonna go and refinance in two years or one year for three point two, three point three. So, is is that true, or is there something you know that you know after your one year, two year, you'll be able to refinance so you'll have that extra money to play with? Does that? Do you understand um, my
1: question? Kinda. So I'll, I'll I'll explain a little bit. See if it's kind of what you're asking. So okay, um, it kind of depends on what loan program you're qualifying for it too. So okay. like, if you have private mortgage insurance, okay, you may want to refinance to get that off because that can add thousands to your. What is that? Private mortgage insurance, is what lenders add to the loan to, um, it helps to protect them if you were to default.
0: All right. So that's basically and, she was saying that's what you have. PMI. Is you looking. pay. It's either you have you up until you've paid eighty percent of yeah. your loan, or you can actually pay that back or something like that. Um, the the so the mortgage so that's basically saying that they're gonna guarantee that they're gonna get their money back. Yeah. And you basically only have to pay that if you don't have a down payment.
1: Yep. So okay. if you use uh, see, I was paying well, attention. But, but again, <laughs> but some programs like some credit unions here mm-hmm. have programs that don't uh, offer the PMI private mortgage insurance but they have a higher interest rate which is like 4.5% typically that's a but lot, yeah bro. but yeah but you can refinance so some people use that to get the zero down and people then... like people listening like they hear 4.5 and they're like oh that's not that much but when it's on $350,000 <laughs>
0: um,
1: well so long term though so you look at when you go when you speak with the lender you go through the numbers with them right they can show you okay here is I think what most people care about is their monthly payment. Right. So what's correct. the difference if it's 4.5% versus 3 points to If you still to end buy up buy your first property, unless you're going to stay there for 30, 20 years, then you're probably not going to pay the whole entire mortgage. You're going to usually sell within 5 to 7 years. So sometimes it's good to just go through all the numbers with the lender and decide, okay, what does that affect on my payment?
0: which a lot of times is only like 50, $60. So we're talking, since, so since we're on the topic of like making money with houses and refinancing and all that good stuff, what the fuck is equity? And how do you <laughs> acquire that? And how do you make money from that? Like what, like, so what is it? Um. So when you're renting, right. you don't have any equity. Right, you're paying somebody else's mortgage.
1: Yeah. So, so sorry. So you're, sorry, helping sorry them. you're helping down. You're
0: helping down. Right. To cut you off real quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. So <laughs> I went to that rich dad poor dad class, which I think was one of the worst classes and worst investments I've ever made in my life. And I have a lot of Jordans. Wait, you paid for the class, dude. So check this out. Not. So not only did I pay two hundred and fifty dollars for the class, the class cost five hundred dollars. Wow. There was a woman there with her family that blessed me and my wife and paid the other two fifty, and so we were so happy to like get the opportunity so I, w- I almost felt like I had to pay the other 250 you know what I mean does that make any sense like somebody's gonna like I was in the class they were basically saying like the only way that you secure your seat in class is if you pay $250 a day I'm like bitch I ain't paying you $250 a <laughs> day you crazy so I was on my way out like man fuck I was like when you guys coming back they're like they don't know blah 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 and so I basically was on my way out this lady stopped me and she was like uh I, me and uh I've been watching you and your wife this whole time. You, I can tell you guys really been paying attention and you really like are wanting this. Like, I would like to bless you with the opportunity. She was like, I won't pay for your whole class, but I can pay for half. If I pay for half, would you be able to cover the other half? That's it was a, like, that's a sales technique. Too. I felt like,
1: and you know, now that you say that a sales technique, it's called we, the law of reciprocation.
0: So, so check this out, bro. When me and my wife were in the class, right? We even went to the class, and uh, the lady that gave us the 250 we went and bought her like this nice bottle of Pinot Grigio. It was like $25, $27 or some shit like that. I think that's a lot of money for a <laughs> bottle of one. I don't know. I'm fucking cheap. Um, uh, anyway, like they're going through the class and they're going through like slides of people that have already taken the class and people that were like. Testimonials. Um, at- else. Dude, and she <laughs> was fucking on that yeah. shit. So you, you know her, so she, got, she got She got hustled. We got hustled, <laughs> bro. They fought the old okie doke with the, the nerd and the basketball bleachers type shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, he don't know how to play basketball. I'll pick him up and I'll beat you with him. But they was on the same team the whole time. Wow. So come to find out, like, the lady was already a part of the program. I'm still happy. Like, I, I don't know. It could have been their money for all I fucking know, but... Yeah, dude, we paid $250. I think that was one of the worst investments I had ever done. I so, did. why didn't you like the information, though? Like, what, I, what, no, 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 no. Go- I love the information. The information, like, some of the information they gave, they were talking to me about conspiracy theories and, like, Jackal Hill and how, like, um, the, the Rothschilds and J.P. Morgan and all those guys, like, basically started the Federal Reserve, and, like, they were telling us about money. Oh, and I have another question I want to ask you. I want to go back, so... um, I like that class a lot because that class made me realize how much. First of all, that most of the people that you're renting from do not own the properties that you're living in. Even if you're renting, a lot of the people don't own them. Like the apartment complexes, all those places. Like a lot of them have loans. They have leases. Like, like even like uh, big like, um, like shopping malls and stuff like that. They're like they're like licensed and different shit like that. Like it's not I'm leasing it. Yeah. So like. Um, I don't know. It just it, it it brought it brought brought my attention to like that whole like um the idea of like a lot of the things that we don't learn in the black community like we don't learn about this kind of shit. It was like it was like a it was a it was it opened my eyes to a whole another side of life that I was unaware of, and so for for that I'm really glad for the class, but I, I didn't like it because it was. I paid two hundred and fifty dollars. Some people paid five hundred dollars to get told that you now have to go and pay thirty five thousand dollars. So for me, that was it. So was you like, didn't like the upscale. It
1: was like the. It was like a gimmick. It was like motivation. Yeah. So um, if well, they, I don't want to speak bad about the company, but the the books are good. The first two, right, 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 which right. is uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, the original one, right. and then Cash Flow Quadrant. Mm. So um, I've heard
0: great things about both the, the books. books right. That's all you really right. need.
1: Right. Um, But then the classes are more just to upscale, upsell you into buying their real estate investing class. But a lot of the information you can learn from, like, talking to local professionals in in your city. And keep in mind, real estate market in general is hyper-local. Right. So you might Google online and read a bunch of general advice, like 20% down payment and all that. Right. But... It's different from market to market and right. city to city.
0: There's little tricks of the trade that somebody the neighborhood, na- somebody living in Miami couldn't teach you in Oregon, yeah. and that's where they were from. They were from Miami. Yeah, you know, you know what's even crazier is, is like we went online and we looked up our teacher, and she had some terrible reviews on the BB, like <laughs> Better Business Bureau or whatever. And it was just the like the teacher at the class, the teacher at my uh, at my rich dad Porter yeah. class, and it, and it was crazy because she had like a whole table full of like thank you cards that people had supposedly sent her saying thank you of how great she was and this yeah. and that and I was like why would she ha- like why do you have a whole it was like a whole section full of like thank you cards and shit well, like those that. are what she's using for testimonials but right but for me it was like it- after seeing her reviews it was like ah uh, she's trying to like I don't know she's trying to Basically, the reviews are like, run, run for your life. Um, I signed up for her class, uh, paid $30,000, and never heard from her again. And like, but even in the class, like, she was saying stuff like, um, if you're in a deal or you're trying to figure something out, and I tell you to do something, do it. Don't ask a bunch of questions, blah, 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 blah. Just do what I tell you to do. And like, that's it. And it's like, for me, it's like, if I'm paying you, first of all, $35,000, and I'm potentially myself. And, uh, and thirty-five thousand. That was the price for the the lowest price for the wow. lowest class was thirty-five thousand. Went thirty-five thousand. It was like forty-five thousand. The highest class was like fifty-five thousand per dollars, bro. And and one of the like. After,
1: and, then, and then they probably like say, "Oh, well, you have to commit something, so you want to." Yeah, Dude, yeah. you know yeah. what? <laughs> so
0: check this out. Like, so I didn't, never gave a fuck about school, you know. So like for me, it was like. When I was there, I was really paying attention. Like I was like awake. I was paying attention. I was taking notes. So like when I, when they told us certain things, like uh, they were telling us about um, wholesale. And so like when I went on my lunch, I was just downtown and I was looking. I was like, oh, that's a part that that building right there is vacant. Blah 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 blah. So like, drive driving for dollars. So you drive around looking for. A I wasn't really I wasn't really looking, but that. Like, I was, like, maybe if I went back with, like, a scenario, they could, like, kind of help me walk me through whatever or whatever. And it was, like, I kept asking them questions, and they basically were, like, telling me, like. Pay for the class. Right. And then I asked them, I asked them like, uh, I was asking them about buying um, house uh, real estate in, um, I think it was, like, Utah or something like that. Cause you, I think it was Utah because I, um, DJ MV, he does this real estate agent class and he, he's bought a lot of, um, I think it's Utah. I don't remember, but there was a very underdeveloped city that was a, basically a college town, but there's no real, there's no apartments. There's like nothing there, but there's a shit ton of college students. And so he was basically saying like, if you, in the, like the price of the stuff there isn't that much. I mean he was like so even if you don't have anything to do with the property buying there would almost be a good future investment and so like i was basically just trying to like generate conversation with the dude oh. and he basically was telling me like like he wouldn't have any conversation with me and then he was like uh, so are you planning on buying any of the package i was like i don't know man like Now I I wasn't buying no goddamn package, not for $35,000. So for me, it was just like he ended up telling me, basically, I told him I didn't have any money. I can't afford it. I'm not paying for it. And he basically was like, well, just bring any pink slips, jewelry, anything you have of value, and we'll we'll try to make something work. (laughs) It was like, am I (laughs) the fucking pawn shop, bro? And once he told me that, it was just like, I'm not giving these motherfuckers none of my money. They, yeah. It seemed like I was at, like, a pawn shop. I was so,
1: I, I, yeah, I'll just stick with the, because Rich Dad Ford has a company, too. So, I'll just stick to the, the actual books. Right. And then the game is cool, too. It's like Monopoly. I heard, I heard
0: my sister has that. She told me if I wanted to borrow, I could.
1: I, I have it, too. Okay. That's dope. <laughs> so, if you want to borrow it, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's the stuff. I'll definitely. But, but, yeah, I mean, it's more just learning about what, what an asset is, what a liability is. So anything takes money from your pocket, liability, right. anything that adds money to your pocket, asset. Absolutely. And then most people see like, things as assets in our culture, um, but they're actually just like cars, for example, but they're really just taking money out of your pocket,
0: gas, all that. When I, when I, when I first, it's probably my bad, but when I first um, was going to the class, excuse me, I thought it was more so geared, like, of an economics class. I didn't really know... Rich Dad, Poor Dad? I didn't know. Like, I've always heard Rich Dad, Poor Dad was about, like, saving money and investing and stuff like that, but I didn't know that it was, like, mainly, like, real estate and stuff like... I I had no idea. I had never read the book, so when I first signed up for it, I had no idea, honestly, what I was really signing up for. I just thought it was going to be a good opportunity to give myself some knowledge to possibly change me and my wife's situation because for me i'm not the type of person that really wants a handout like i don't really need somebody to do anything for me you give me just a little bit of knowledge i'll go find the rest and i'll make something happen with it that's what you did with the class i think it was worth it for you absolutely absolutely that's exactly what i did but the class i think what would you do if somebody told you that was their experience like what i know you really can't comment on the company but like about my overall experience like is that whack or am I, like, would you have ran to
1: From the class? Yeah. I, I wouldn't pay 35000 no. though. Would you have paid $500 to go to no. that? <laughs> well, actually, I'm surprised you paid that because a lot, they're doing it for free now. Like, a lot of them, they do free seminar. That's the first one. And then you sign up try
0: to get no 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 so that so we went to the free one oh, okay we went to the free one and then you paid yes to and go then, to the. yeah we yeah. went to like a three-day thing or something like that we went friday I fucking, I, oh yeah 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 i oh. skipped <laughs> fucking work on friday bro i don't miss work for nobody not even my girl bro i don't miss work bro i just don't miss work i miss work to go to this class i lost money to pay money and ended up with some bo- i mean i guess it, it was valuable i used um it. so i think
1: a lot of the real estate classes though that where you pay money you can get a lot of the information on Google for free or right. or go, combining Google and then talking to the local professionals, lenders, realtors that right. are local in your city. Right, absolutely. And that would be the best way to do it because real estate, again, is hyper-local. Right. It, it's different from neighborhood to right. neighborhood
0: too. Um, Another, so the class wasn't all bad. The only bad parts of the class was it was The salesy part. It was it was salesy and it was super long. The way it was structured and, and it was and like it wasn't detailed. It didn't I, tell you exactly how to do it. It just No, it was like It it made it it was like you had to be reliant on them so that if you needed something, they could make you pay a little extra money if 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 so need be. And that's how they stay in business. But that's 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 so just sketchy to me, dude. That's for people, if, if you know somebody's broke and scratching together money to even come to your class, to try to, like, want to... That's almost how I think about well, pastors, but that's a whole <laughs> other topic. <laughs> but um, not all pastors are bad. Don't I'm not saying that by no means, but I, I'm just saying, like, religion's kind of, I don't know, it's gimmicky also. But um, one thing that I do what i did like that she was she, she gave a lot of gems she got gave a lot of game so like one thing she did say that I, I i take and i've i presented it this so when i took that class with sandy i even asked her yesterday i've asked a lot of older people that do investment and stuff so one thing she was saying was that 401k's and pension plans and all that stuff is great to have it's good especially if your company offers you a certain match percentage but but 401ks usually are something that have to be s- Stay in something for a certain amount of time to acquire the interest so that you that's where you're making your money They'll either and then they'll put your money in the high-risk investment or medium risk or low-risk investment Like it just all depends on what you sign up for One thing she was saying one thing she brought to our attention was the value of the american dollars decreasing for instance, like a nurse back in the early nineties made $12 and 50 cents, but that $12 and 50 cents could support her family, could put somebody through school, could buy her car and one person could stay at home if they so need be. If so need be now making $20 an hour, you're barely scratching to put shit together. You know what I mean? So for me, it's like, If 1990s, early 90s to now, so what, like, say, like, 40, is that 40 years? No? Yeah. Wait. Sorry. So twenty almost 30 years, right? So that's 30 years. um, The values of dollars decrease that much. Why would you put away money that you can't do anything with that's stuck somewhere that once you're 55 is going to even have less value that you're going to potentially have to, like, like. If you have $500,000 in your account now, that's $500,000 of today's value. $500,000 when I'm 55 is not going to have the same value that it has today. So why would you put your money in an account and let it just decrease that way? She said the best thing to do is to create passive income so that you can be making money so that whatever value of the dollar is, is current in today's value. Does that make any sense? Um, yeah, the concept. What's the question? The question is, how do you feel about that? Like, do you agree? Do you think that you should still put money away?
1: Like, what's your... So, are you talking about money away for savings, emergency fund, or... I'm for... just
0: saying, just like, in general, just like, a, a 401k is like a re- retirement plan, essentially. So, I would say, like, savings. Like, if you want to... We were talking about, like, uh, putting money away and creating, like, uh, being secure and stuff like that. So... Uh, um, I just wanted to bring up the question yeah. because that's also something that I learned in that class that I thought was very valuable. And I asked Sandy it yesterday and she's told me the same thing that like everybody's told me. Uh, she said, like, I'm not like a am not. What did she say? Like, I'm not. A, she basically said that's not yeah, my yeah, profession. Not, yeah. And basically, you will have to ask somebody in that profession to get a real answer.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's more like a something for a financial advisor, financial planner.
0: And the only, right. re- the only reason right. I ask is because usually most people I ask is like, yeah, I love 401k. I do 401k. So if I'm, and then I'm like. What about right. the Roth uh, IRA? Well, IRA. Those are all great. And like I said, they all, the, depending on what you sign up for, high risk, low risk, depends on where you really make your money. Because well, so the thing about the Roth IRA though, is like when you, when you put the money
1: in right now, you're taxed based on your current bracket. Right. Versus four hundred and one k, you get taxed once you pull the money out, and usually your career is at its peak, right? Or, so you're making more now, right? When you, when you pull it out than you did when you started.
0: Yeah, but that's still not gonna stop the de- decretion of the the value of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so so for me, it's just like
1: I th- I think it's best to just to diversify though. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. Absolutely. absolutely. So you might have a four hundred and one k and that's what some people use for a down payment, by the way, for a house too. Right. You might have a Roth IRA too, right. and then you might have some real estate properties where you're getting rental income. Right. Or if you don't wanna invest in real estate and, and be a landlord, the other way to do it is, let's say you buy your first house. A lot of people hold on to it for five to seven years, or three to five years, more common now. So let's say you sell in year three, and you guys are married, so, if your home appreciated let's say you bought it for two ninety nine right suddenly is worth three sixty three seventy when you sell it, your mortgage is less than that amount that's what equity is the difference between what your mortgage what you owe and then what it's worth okay so the 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 strategy around that though is if you sell whatever you make in capital gains within the first three to five years that you decide to sell, you get to you get to keep all your gains up to five hundred thousand dollars, if you're married. Okay. If you're single, it's two hundred fifty thousand. Where do
0: capital gains come in at? Is that is that from the difference? That's
1: of... instead of getting. T- that's yeah, the difference between what you what you're.
0: So essentially, the the, the day you pay your forced mate mortgage payment is the day you start acquiring equity on your house. And it's thirty days after you close, for the mortgage. I mean, for the okay. property that you buy. So, so that's kind of dope. So the money you put in is like you literally. That's so if you do zero okay. down, which
1: a lot of people do, you know, you, you buy the house, you, you still pay inspections typically. Right, right, right.
0: Uh, um, you get in, you get 30 day buffer. Right. And then, so she told us a little trick that if we close on the first, that we get that 30 days plus another 30. Yep. So we're going to try to close on the first. <laughs> <laughs> so when you make an offer, yeah. So when you make an offer, then you
1: want to just write that as a close date. Right, right. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Um, so now we're going to move into a part of this uh, podcast where uh, one of the guests, uh, one of my co-hosts that isn't here at the moment, um, he, uh, we, we started to do, we had did this thing where we were kind of just mentioned pet peeves, like something that we just fucking didn't like. It can be pertaining to buying a house, selling a house, dealing with your uh, clients or clientele, or it can be just something ra- random. But the idea was we were gonna say our pet peeve, and they go, "Man, you bugging." We ain't gotta do all that because I don't feel like it's the same without like a group bugging. Yeah, so like we would say like um, another one we did was like the "Say What" segment, and basically like uh, wifey would or me would read off a fact, and then afterwards be like say what, and it was just like a random fact that nobody knew. And it was just like a call and response, something interactive. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's kind of funny. Like when the room's kind of like not quiet, but it's like stuff's starting to go dull or whatever. And then like out of nowhere, you do way. it. it <laughs> like everybody just kind of like, you know. So um, the idea behind that is what the the same thing for the you bugging. But um, I just want to maybe just say like a pet peeve that you have, uh, that a pet peeve that you have doesn't have to be con- pertaining to work or can be pertaining to work. What's something that you like fucking just gets on your nerves, bro? That you fucking hate.
1: Um, related to real estate, right? Yeah, yeah, that so was. I, I would say, um, assuming that you can't qualify or that you can't buy a house because of Googling and reading general national
0: information, traditional advice, do you know? That um, are a little
1: outdated, too. T-
0: um, you know, what's...
1: good uh, because be- a lot of it's mindset, a lot, a lot of people can buy qualify, and but they say, oh, it's too expensive to buy. There's no opportunity. I'm waiting for the market to crash. Dude. And it's all like a way to
0: procrastinate. Bro, you know what's crazy is I was told almost all that shit by my mom growing up. You know what I mean? So yeah. So it was like things like owning a house are things I never thought about ever. Like, well, I legit didn't think I was going to be able to buy a house until like I was like way older. You know yeah, what see? I mean? But, but
1: it's because they don't talk to, they just like- watch someone on YouTube or Google how to buy a house and it says, Oh, you need perfect credit score. Right. You need 20% down payment or something like right. that. But these national websites don't talk about local programs, like first time home buying programs, right. Programs for teachers who can qualify for zero right. down different.
0: Even though there was like a, um, there's USDA loans, there's VA yeah. loans
1: for veterans and different. So, so, so it's just like, like assuming things without going out and, Getting the actual information.
0: So this is actually kinda of why I made this podcast. Like I'm not saying that everybody's gonna listen, but I hope to over time grow listeners, but I hope to give people that general basic information. Not only that black people didn't get grow up have grown up, but just like people in general don't have growing up. Like the I like I said, there was no way I I used to think and dream very small, dude. Like, don't judge me, but I used to fucking... When I was like 17, 18... Or no, when I was like 16, 17, like my last couple years of high school, I couldn't wait to turn 18 so I could get a food stamp card, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That should not be somebody's goal. You know what I mean? That should be not something somebody looks forward to. But no lie, that was how my mind worked. You know what I mean? Like, I never like... Like well, I, I, well, it's a
1: lot of the environment too, of like who you're around. Absolutely, but a lot. Oh, man. So if it, you're around it, other people that aren't dreaming big or setting goals, then you could become that too. It's, uh, I'm not, That's what the program we're in was designed to go against, though. Like training us to
0: dream big and to go after goals, to go to college. Absolutely, uh, that program was great. I did you go to? Uh, you didn't go to? Uh, did was, you? Did you go to um Idaho? Nah, you didn't go to Idaho. Nah. <laughs> bro. Did you your, like Idaho? Bro, that was one of the most racist. Would you, ex- would you live there? Fuck though, no, bro. <laughs> it was racist as hell. Like, I try not to call it thing like I try to be very like. Well, how's the food there though? You know, the food's the- Yeah, more local. <sighs> Man, Farm. I don't give a fuck about no goddamn <laughs> <laughs> food when I'm getting called nigger. You give me my motherfucking government cheese and shit. <laughs> I'm just like, it ain't that bad. But I'm just saying like, the food was good. It was cool. It was, it wasn't, it was, it was campus food. It wasn't like we were eating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were on, we were on the University of Idaho's campus. It was like. Uh, yeah, I went to a Western. No, we went to the University of Idaho. Oh, wow. So, we we had went to Western a few times for, like, I think it was, like, a few classes or something like that, but we, like, our main... That's why I went to college, was Western Oregon. Oh,
1: really? For undergrad, and then I went to Willamette for grad school. How was it? How was Western?
0: Yeah. It was cool. It was a small town. Did so. you did you guys, uh, did you still have that little cougar that sits in the, that cave? No, no. Is that Western? No, you're talking about Western Oregon. Yeah, Western Oregon. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm <laughs> There's a cougar, wh- though? Like, no, no, a real, no, 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 a real no, no, cougar? No, 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 no. So, uh... uh What's the Cougars? University of Washington? Washington? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So supposedly like right at the front of like their school, there's like a little cage and they actually have like a real, real cougar in it. It's like oh. a little habitat in it. So and then you could take the selfie. <laughs> yeah. But like um, when I first, when I, when we were signing up to go to the different places, because with the uh, Project Plus, we, you could go to like Atlanta, you can go to Chicago. There was like a whole list. Did of you go them. to Atlanta? Nah, bro, i went with the motherfucker <laughs> Idaho. I I don't know why, but I was like, I, I didn't think I would get chose. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm not going to sign up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to waste was my, my time. To... Dreaming, dreaming small. Uh, yeah, exactly. It was like, I, I'm not going to, they're not going to choose me. And it was like, um, it got to the point where. No one had signed up for Idaho, and they didn't sign up for somewhere else. Yeah, you know, Atlanta sounds fun. Chicago is cool. And I was also kind of scared to travel by myself. I didn't know if anybody was going to go with me. I didn't like any, like, I didn't know anybody. Like, I was that kind of kid, you know? So, like, I, when Idaho came up, it was just, I don't know. It, all, the dude, the it was like, it was racist, and the dude, there was an Asian dude. I think his name. Uh, so, what was racist? Like, what happened? So, we got called nigger. And um, then we got like out
1: when you're walking and someone. So we out the car we or? were
0: like we were we so behind the dorms we stayed at was like a volleyball court and like an open field and different things like that. And we were about there playing and like um there was a football camp that was there the same time as us and somebody decided to like call us niggers for some reason. And what was so crazy was they made us go to our room and stay in our dorm. Like the cops? We, no, not the cops, but our fucking uh, okay. like um yeah. What are the people that stay in the dorms, the... Um, like the visors or... Um, they were like, um, they have like a name. Oh, like the, the RAs? There you go. Our RAs made us like go to our room and we had to like stay there because they were like technically our like guardians too because we were all underage. And it felt like we were in trouble because of it. And then there was a dude, it was an Asian dude. His name was Zach. And he fucking, no lie, bro. He like... He was. It was almost like he waited for a black person to like do something or say something wrong, and he would like him him up and like choke him up. It was like he did it to this this black girl named Dania from Seattle. He did it to this black guy named Jabrandon from fucking Seattle. He did it to Cameron. And no lie, I had a feeling like this motherfucker was gonna do it to me, and eventually it ended up happening. But what was so crazy, it was almost like I was in prison because I didn't really leave my room. I just stayed in my room, did push-ups and shit. And that was, like, one of the times where I actually kind of got big when I came back. And, yeah. like, I was, like, super big when I came back. And, like, people were like, the fuck was you doing out there? And it was like, I literally stayed in my room and just worked out because I was. it wasn't like I was scared, but it was just, like, like, I felt like that day was coming. So I was, like, training for it almost. It's almost like I felt, felt, it, felt it in my soul. And no lie, it ended up happening um, – I was always that, I was like, as I I was younger, I was kind of the kid that, like, always felt like I had to, like, if somebody, like, say, like, we were talking shit, and, like, the person happened to walk by, we all got quiet or something, I'm like, y'all niggas is pussy, hey, guess what, this is what we were just saying, like, I was that kid that would, like, say something like that, and, like, there was a girl there, I don't remember her name, but she used to wear a lot of makeup. And, like, she used to, the way she used to do her makeup, she used to have, like, this line that used to come around <laughs> her face, dude. <laughs> and we started talking shit. And, like, when she came out, everybody got quiet. And I was like, what the fuck wrong with y'all, man? And I, I, I said whatever whatever we were talking about, I said it out loud. Like, I was wrong. But that nigga, like, ran at me and tried to, like, choke me out damn near. I was like, nigga, you got me wow. fucked up, bro. And I was a kid. And he had been doing this to kids, bro. It was like this little felt, ass buff felt, Asian yeah. dude. Yeah. He had power. He felt it, power. Yeah, I mean, it was it was but it was never it was weird. It was almost like it was he had it out for us. And I asked, I asked my mom to come home and she wouldn't let me come home, nigga. I was mad as hell. <laughs> I was like, so now I got to stay at this racist place with this crazy Asian motherfucker that's trying to choke me out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fuck I was not happy bro that was the worst experience I never want to go to Idaho bro but I like how you used it as stuff to positive
1: like you started working out yeah. and getting big and that's a good lesson
0: I mean yeah but I shouldn't have to go to college to try to get better my <laughs> life and fucking feel like I'm in prison motherfucker <laughs> I mean the dorm rooms aren't that big it kind yeah. of feels like a sale bro like I don't know man. man Usually was... have roommates
1: too. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Bro. I remember I remember those days. There was
0: nice, it was nights, nigga. I would be crying and I had an Asian roommate and that nigga would he, he told people like the next day <laughs> that nigga Britt was in his room crying. Wow. <laughs> like it was bad, bro. It was not it was not a good experience. I hated that shit, bro. I fucking hated it. Um a pet peeve that I have. Ugh. Dude, I don't like them choked out. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, nah, hell no, nah. I don't like getting choked out. Um, I don't like my kindness getting taken for weakness. I feel like um, as I was a younger kid, I was, like, overly aggressive for, like, fucking no reason. And it was, like, as I got older, I kind of, like, became a lot more calm, and more chill, more happy. I'm always smiling. But I feel like a lot of people take that for granted, and they try me, you know? And so it's like I ha- I don't have to, but it makes me. It doesn't make me. Damn. It, I choose. It, it's hard for me to control myself. You choose to be kind. But yeah. You're,
1: but you're not necessarily considered like nice guy. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, because like, like kind, kind. You know, you're you're choosing to be polite to people, but if you have boundaries. At the absolutely. Same time, and you're willing to set your boundaries.
0: Absolutely. But a nice
1: guy is kind of like. Let, let, let whatever let, let whatever happen happen.
0: Right. So, like for instance, I can give you a scenario. Like, there's been two scenarios where I've been. All right. So, I'll give you the first one. I was working at a job named WSI, and there was a dude there named Mike, the naughty ass white dude. He was your boss. He was not my boss. Um, we everybody at work likes to joke around, play around, and shit like that. But like, that's uh, that's one of the best cultures when it's like that. Right. But sometimes, like, when I'm when I'm trying to get shit done, bro, leave me the fuck alone. Like, it's not always the time to be playing, you know what I mean? So, like, I was trying to load or unload a truck, and he went and he hid my lift. And it was like, I had the most work I had to do, so it was like, my shit was really calculated. Like, motherfucker, you slowing me down. And I was like, eventually, I was like, ha, 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 where's my lift, where's my lift? I was like, can you go get my lift? He was like, eventually, he basically told me, I was tripping, I was overreacting, and I'm entitled and I was like, nigga, you took my lift and hit it. I'm asking you now to go give it to me so that I can get back to work. And you're telling me that I'm entitled. It's like, what the fuck? I just had a situation at my last job. Not not my last job, but the job that I work at now. I always try to joke with people. I'm always trying to be that nice guy. But like I was standing on my lift and this guy came and unplugged the battery to my lift. And so, like, I laughed about it, okay. and I was like, kind of like, uh, haha. I keep plugging plug it in. He was like, what? No. Like, you're not basically like, you're not gonna tell me what to do. Like, I don't macho. <laughs> it's like, nigga, you just unplugged my lift. It's like you're coming over here to fuck. And I, I, I got down and I play, I unplugged my lift back in. And after I was like, man, why do you fucking play so much? And he was like, what's wrong with you? It's like, why the fuck do I always have to be play ready to play when you want to play? You know what I mean? Like. I don't mind joking with you but i like ask you to plug it back in but now you're trying to act like i'm trying to be all mr macho yeah. tough guy it's like you fucked with me and now you're mad that i'm having a response and that happens a lot and i fucking hate it bro
1: sometimes too if people don't know you they think like you're you're joking around at first but then you're actually serious so.
0: that's but for me i like unless we have that relationship
1: that's why so when that happens i would be like are, are you being for real
0: <laughs> right. nah, bro I literally asked only thing I was like can you plug my lift back in and he like tried to turn it into like I'm basically like I'm trying to punk him type thing and I, I didn't see it like that so I don't know it's just a I, like, I hate my kindness being taken for weakness that 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 is one thing that fucking bugs the shit out of me and I and I, I go through that shit a lot
1: um, yeah it's like you bugging is that
0: the thing it, it's and it and it Dude, I don't think there's ever been a situation or conflict in. You know, it's another thing that I fucking hate. So, like, say, like, we're at work or we're out somewhere, we're in school. Say, like, you come up to me and you hit me. Or you come up to me and you do something to me. And then somebody comes and catches my response. (laughs) I, I, They're like, what are you guys doing? You guys need to stop, blah, 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 blah. And then I explained the situation, and it literally was you fucking with me. Nothing more, nothing less. And then it's like, well, you guys just need to. It's like, what the fuck do you mean, you guys? What do you <laughs> Cause, mean, you guys? No. Like, Cause because you
1: respond this, and so now it's both.
0: Nah, bro, that's whack as fuck, bro. That's whack as fuck, bro.
1: A lot of times, though, if they only see the reaction, only you get in trouble.
0: And I, I think that. And,
1: and people are slick with it. Like, you know. Especially uh, at, at, at like jobs, they, they be slick with it. Like, they do something to get you mad or annoy you, and then you respond. And then. You, you know, get. it's it was kind of. But was, that's when, like, how you've been throughout the time working. Right. If, if, you're, if you've if you never really gotten in trouble, they're going to believe your story. Right. And Versus that, if you always get in trouble, then, right. oh, oh, it was all you. Right.
0: I, and I actually kind of found myself in that situation. And that was actually one thing I learned in anger management. It was kind of dope. It was, uh, one of my counselors told me, if you get in a conflict, don't always have to be the first person to tell your side of the story because that other person might forget something, might not say something you did. You might go and telling yourself and get yourself in trouble. So kind of just like take a step back, calm down, let the other person talk first and kind yeah. of gather your thoughts and you might end up saving yourself. <laughs> well, also
1: as Mike. Like, do you watched, have you seen Breaking Bad?
0: I haven't. Ain't that where they sell meth? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know about that show. It's I was like, saying, I like, a sometimes. And a student and they both sell meth together.
1: Well, it's related to, like, kindness again. Like, okay. is nice. Like, just sometimes just by not reacting, it's more threatening than reacting. And I feel so like Gus, Gus, the, like, villain on the show, is like that. Like, you don't know what he's going to do. He's it's too unpredictable.
0: Uh, I was talking to this chick one time and she basically told me, she was like, uh, she was, like, she was like, I don't know how to read you. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what your yeah, response see? is going to be. She was like, and I think that scares me more than the motherfuckers is like, I'm going to beat your ass, blah, 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 blah. She was like, I don't know if you're mad. I don't know if you're going to cut me. I don't know if you're going to drive away with me and never return. Like, I don't know what you're thinking.
1: But also, like, when you're reacting to something they're doing, you're like, sometimes they want you to react. So you're giving them exactly what they want. So it's, just by being calm, collected... Then it it took me a long.
0: (laughs) I think my wife actually. Less is more. That is so crazy. For me, it wouldn't. In my head, I couldn't process the whole idea that somebody would literally do something just to get a reaction out of you.
1: Because it makes them feel good. But for me, sometimes, well,
0: processing (laughs) that in my head logically makes zero sense whatsoever.
1: But it's also related to just focusing on what you can control. Like that's what you have power and control of, not outside events
0: that's true I, I and I and I have I think that's a lot of the where I feel like my development in the last few years has came on came from is realizing that I only have control over myself and nobody yep. else I, I and I do I do agree that that has helped me grow a lot in life but it still bothers me how people will literally do something to try to hurt you or manipulate you or like,
1: yeah know. Robert Green writes about this do you know him he I like know. wrote 48 Laws of Power
0: I have his book I, yeah, have, I haven't yeah. read it completely. that guy's a sick yeah. motherfucker
1: no, no, well, he's actually a nice guy but he's like studies a lot and history and all that no I, I, <laughs> dude
0: reading some of those laws in the book it's just like what the yeah. fuck That's well
1: like, that and Laws of Human nat- Nature I got both of those books and dude. then um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius he was the like Roman Emperor but that was his journal he okay. writes like stoic philosophy, which is all about focusing on what you can control Right,
0: right, right, right. That's dope, bro. That's how I'm I'm so into like learning and expanding my thought, like
1: that's how you become the best version of yourself.
0: That and, and that's the only thing I want to do. I don't I'm not in competition with anybody, I don't wanna beat anybody, I just yep. wanna be the that best. That was a lesson I had to learn best like, version of me.
1: Yeah, that's what I had to learn. Like not competing against others and being caught up on what someone has versus what I have.
0: I feel like a lot of people uh why is that, bro? Why why are we always in competition? Is it, do you think uh, that's a do, social? I think. A do you of think that's cultural, med- or do you think that's uh, do you think that's age thing, or do you just think that's just? Way- um,
1: I think part of it's human nature, but a lot of it's also technology. So, like social media, <laughs> we're seeing a lot of what. But we have to remember, social media is like people's best image of themselves, right. and a lot of times, like these could be rentals that they have or whatever. People like,
0: actually renting the shit, yeah, to just, get. just, just for
1: to... just for followers, just for likes, just for pictures. But that ends up but, generating money, though. Yeah, but people's mindset that that think, oh, they have that. How would they get that? I want to get that, or they just started their career.
0: There's a there's I think it was like Young Jeezy, and there's other rappers that said something like, "Don't cheat the process." Yeah, and it's like. It really is a process, and it like go, even goes to connect with that whole thing that Nipsey Hussle says, like the marathon. You know yep, what I mean? Marathon. Like
1: this, Gary V too. Um, you uh, know.
0: I know. I know who Gary.
1: Uh, but but so the thing about the process, this is a lesson I had to learn: is it's not about the end result all the time; it's about going through the process because you become a different person.
0: I, I agree with. So that. in order
1: to accomplish what you want to accomplish, you have to grow into that person.
0: If I, didn't, if I didn't go through a lot of the shit that I went through, I don't think I would be the person I am today. I know now you I have I
1: know. that perspective from those events.
0: Dude, there's there's no way I'd be that same person at all. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not glad, I went through some fucked up shit, but I'm kind of glad that I went through it at my young age. And yeah, you
1: become a stronger person. And, and everyone's going through COVID right now. Too, right. Being quarantined and all that. Right. But there's like some people who see it as like an opportunity, then people just see it there's some positive things that it's I, got. Dude, I, You're I, like, I bought my first stocks, dude. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> what did you buy? Why I got do- I got DocuSign, and now it's like worth more than the airlines. What right? is it? DocuSign. What was, is it? It's like well, was what you would be using like for real estate. Okay. Um, It's electronic versions of like paperwork. and. Oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> so it's like, because that's something that's.
0: I bought com- I bought some commercial last <laughs> year. I, mean. I bought fucking Delta. I bought uh, United Airlines. I bought Microsoft. Uh, yeah. I bought GoPro. I got Ford. I got uh, I got like a weed company, a pharmaceutical company. I got like I got like ten or eleven of wow. them. I spent like a good like. 300 bucks or something like no, that's that. No, it's
1: good. See, you got... It was like people are investing in stocks now, but also they're more... They're spending more time with family. You know... Some relationships are seeing they aren't compatible and they break up cause now... <laughs> Dude, if, this COVID-19
0: might, have, might not. This might have been one of the if best you, things of the 20s. If you century. look at it that way. <laughs> yeah. Other people,
1: like, for the gym, like... um Gyms are open again.
0: Dude, I fucking am feeling it. It's dude. empty. Like, Last week. A lot week, of people aren't working out. Dude. I went to, I've been to, I think it's been three days. I went Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I'm feeling that shit, bro. Not, for not going for yeah. three months. I had lost. Uh, I was, oh, you
1: see, you didn't, you didn't work out for three months? I, oh, wow. So
0: I kind of, we.
1: Do you have dumbbells?
0: I, I got a little bullshit, but I, like, <laughs> I, I could have been working out. Yeah, see,
1: that's, could, that's the thing. I but, but, but COVID showed us. Well, we are. So now we have to work on that. Still be persistent.
0: So for me, I don't know. So I <laughs> I do agree with that statement. But it wasn't until COVID-19 yeah. that I actually had the time to start editing and actually doing my podcast. And that's good. So it was like it created a time. It was like God was like, all right, this is your time. You better take it, motherfucker.
1: Yeah, so so you said God. So I'll bring up like David Goliath. So COVID was our Goliath. And now you have to be your inner David. David, absolutely. <laughs> I fuck with that, bro.
0: Absolutely. I, I believe in I believe in I believe in a I believe in a higher, higher power. Higher higher power. Yeah. Absolutely. I definitely believe there's something greater.
1: But not more, church. Fuck no, dude. Cuz yeah. of the, uh, the business aspect. Yeah. Of motherfucker, it. you give me your 10%, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. What the fuck
0: you talking about? You make more money than I do. Why I got to give you my 10%? <laughs> the fuck?
1: Yeah, it's a business.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, I know. <laughs> um so now we're gonna go into a part of the podcast. It's a segment called "Say What," and it's basically where we go through and we find a couple facts pertaining to the subject. Hopefully, you don't know them, or you do know them, and you can get the the, the guest opinion on them, and we can kind of have like a, a dialogue about it. So Wifey's gonna read off the the read off the the, the fact. Um, you can say "Say What" with me if you want. You don't have to say it. But after she reads out the fact, we're gonna go say what, and then we're gonna <laughs> rap about it. All right. All right. So there are castles for sale in France that cost less than a two-bedroom apartment in Australia. Say, say what? what? <laughs> <laughs> Do you did you know that?
1: No, I didn't know that. All yeah. right. Um.
0: Why is that? Is that only because it's like underpopulated? Is it just the value? There's nothing there, or what? What would what would cause? castle to be vacant and actually some they're, they're they're actually available and no one's buying them up to pose like why why is that do you think um are is there too many variables to really tell
1: well i'm not sure but i could talk about like so what affects prices and things like that so Absolutely. supply and demand right so do are people wanting to live in the castle are they wanting that much how much space is the castle as well
0: is how much what property? neighborhood?
1: What neighborhood is it in? A castle in the hood, one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker's yeah. breaking go shit. <laughs> What's it by? Right. I mean, it's all about what people value.
0: Did you see that um, on the on the internet? It was trending that there's a I think it was like a whole uh, community outside of Atlanta, like two hours outside of Atlanta. And they're selling it like thirty nine or forty nine businesses for like a one point two million. I didn't see that, dude. It's like a fucking whole little city outside. So, so
1: you got to you got to buy in Atlanta then,
0: bro. <laughs> like after seeing that and seeing that opportunity, I was like, shit, man, all that money I done fucked off, bro. I could have definitely had ten percent of that shit if I didn't fuck off on everything. I've
1: been well, on. it's not too late though. He's right now. You, somebody you just, gonna buy that shit, bro? <laughs> ain't nobody ain't gonna.
0: Yeah, sender, but there'll bro. be
1: other opportunities, like you know. I read a book and it was talked by Brian Tracy, and he was saying only three percent. Of the population sets goals and writes them down.
0: See, I don't, I don't, I don't write mine down, but I definitely set goals.
1: But like right, writing I, them down, they become more concrete. For they me, say.
0: for me, like it's like the way my brain works. Like it was kind of dope when when I got with my wife. Um, like I, I go to this place called Brentland where I just live in my head and I just sit and think. Like I, I can literally go and drift off and start thinking about random shit for forever. And it was like when I got with my wife after I got married, and like like sat back and kind of just thought about everything. I literally manifested everything I had had right then and there to my wife, to like the shoes I had, to the job, to like. How you were
1: I, you were saying it or? It was it was some, it?
0: it was something that I had wanted when I was younger and it was something i had set goals to have when i was going to like anger management and different things like that. You but didn't
1: write it down at all.
0: I think i think i wrote it down because it was a, a homework assignment, but it was not something that was like like i was like i kept writing or it wasn't something that i looked at or it wasn't something that I had, like...
1: But you still wrote it down, so it might be in your subconscious when you do that.
0: I, I do agree with that, but my, my brain works with that a lot. Like, yeah. I can I can see something and, like...
1: So you're imagining it and visualizing absolutely.
0: it. Absolutely. Like, it's it's hard for me to window shop because it's, like, sometimes my priorities get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's, like, it's hard for me to see something. If I want it, I'm going to fucking get it. That's just the way my brain works. So for it's, like, I just sometimes have to, like control the things that I think about, if that makes any sense. Um, well, you
1: get what you focus on, too.
0: That's true. That was true. It was funny. It was funny. When so was, now you're focusing on a house. And hopefully very soon I'll have not knock, knock on wood. This is not wood. <laughs> <laughs> but there we go. All right. Uh, we're going to do the next one. Um, go ahead, love. Um, okay. So in several major cities like London, Toronto, New York, and elsewhere... There are entire buildings and developments that exist solely for the purpose of hiding vent shafts, utilities, cell phone towers, and railways to simply give off the illusion of occupation. Say what? <laughs> what? Why? Why? Do you think that's uh is that, is that something that was, so basically what it's saying is, is like there's hidden buildings all over the, all over the place, but that would be the whole thing about Shanghai though, wouldn't it? Kind of, high of tunnels? Yeah, but that, no, that was kind of used to, like, steal people. That's kind of <laughs> different. I think that was kind of different. People would go in the bar one day and wake up in somebody's boat. So
1: you said they're hiding utilities?
0: Like, basically saying, like, there, there's, like, train stations that are, like, hidden underground that, like, if you walked by, it wouldn't look like a train station. There's, like, a building, a business that if you walked by, it wouldn't it wouldn't look like anything. Like, you would... Oh, uh, yeah. So, like, there's, like, hidden, there's hidden businesses and buildings and for locals and in, in different local cities all over the world that are very overpopulated that a lot of people don't know about
1: so it's probably for like um people locally there that don't want the tourist people that makes going sense there. i was thinking, or you know it could be like like breaking bad style where i was, I was thinking <laughs> laundering mon- money
0: i was thinking like what was the time in the u.s where um alcohol was illegal what was that time like? I have no idea. Uh, there was a whole. It was a. There was a name for it, and I was thinking about like. Um, I wonder if it was like to hide alcohol and shit, like some underworld type shit. I don't fucking know. And have well, you
1: f- yeah, hiding, hiding something. Have
0: right? you fa- have you found anything like that here in Oregon or Portland or Washington? Um. Besides Shanghai, everybody know about Shanghai.
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, I haven't found anything like that. Um, I would say that there's. It, it kind of reminds me of some restaurants though, where you go by the building and. You don't think it's like a nice restaurant and then inside it, of then the it, food's amazing and
0: that's definitely true that is definitely true like there's
1: some some restaurants like that on the freeway
0: on the freeway, like
1: on like well i used to live in salem so like oh, okay. on the highway there is like jay's burgers or something like that and they had these good milkshakes and burgers and all that
0: but you would never know from looking from the outside no it out. just
1: looks like like a crappy building and yeah
0: that that's so crazy I wonder why they there's a there's like a, this restaurant it's like this French restaurant we went to uh, downtown Portland I believe it was they serve like frog legs and shit like that I used to think that was so crazy I went to a restaurant well, to
1: I, they it. taste good I tried that in, have like, you really it, yeah I tried it in Florida and then alligator
0: what does it taste like
1: you haven't had it no oh I thought you yeah. no I said <laughs> like, say, like no, it I tastes just... like tastes like chicken tenders and then alligator tastes like chicken too but it's a little more mushy. <laughs>
0: I think you don't I, like seafood i love seafood dude I so seafood.
1: so you could try some frog legs and then
0: i don't know why but it just <laughs> you I, would did, like when i look at a frog i look at that motherfucker and like that motherfucker looks gross <laughs> but when i look at a chicken i'm like i eat that motherfucker but i mean if you're at the
1: <laughs> buffet or if you if someone i've seen them, dude <laughs> i think and i think well that, was it fried or what what they were fried they were fried it, it just looks like chicken you wouldn't you, you didn't try it like sometimes like like the best summer sausage i've had was deer i didn't know it i was just that was sausage and yeah. they, i was like oh where'd you get this from oh you're eating deer <laughs>
0: what i don't know i'm an
1: adventurous eater though so i like to try try different foods
0: i don't dude
1: so you wouldn't try crickets then if you go to like thailand and they're frying it.
0: If I was being disrespectful and I had to, I would. I don't want to disrespect somebody else's culture or anything like that. But if I had a choice, fuck no. I'm not eating that shit, bro. I live in the first world, so I don't have to eat that shit. Yeah, yeah. The fuck? No, I'm not eating no crickets by choice. Well, like
1: dolphin and all that?
0: No, why would you kill a dog <laughs> like that? I'm too American for that shit, bro. That shit is sad, yeah. bro. <laughs> Have a nigga start crying yeah, at the dinner table. Yeah, dolphins are friendly. So. It's not even that. It's just like horses in France. People eat horses. And dogs. In China, they just, they're having a dog festival.
1: <laughs> I um, think I think they banned it though, cause uh, COVID.
0: I don't know, dude. I seen some posts the other day saying like they were still having a dog. Oh, festival. wow. <laughs> just even do with a dog festival? Like a festival? They're like they wow. just Cooking them motherfuckers. It was, it, it made me, it was weird because of how they kill them. Like, there was, there's videos I seen where, like, motherfuckers just, like, burn them alive, oh. burn them in the face, like, that's spraying them mouth with fire and shit like that. Like, it just, it's like you're torturing them.
1: Well, that's why some people become vegetarian or vegan, because um, the animal torture.
0: I actually, I actually have a, um, that's my wife's friend, uh, I talk to her a lot, but we, um. We talked about She's a vegan And she said she, she That's some of the reason Not because of the dogs But just some of the cruelty. no Animal cruelty Absolutely But,
1: but, but that's why it's good to, to like eat local Or organic Farm to too. fork Yeah A lot of people don't know So that. I, that was the benefit When I lived in Salem Even though it's was nothing To do in Salem Like I was around Like more farmer's markets And more So it was easier To eat that way
0: Absolutely A lot of people I don't. had
1: a guy deliver eggs To my porch
0: There's, A lot of people Don't know about that shit A lot yeah. they, they, they Well was, they
1: don't It tastes It's more expensive That's why but taste you taste the difference.
0: I had got um at one of the jobs I had. There was a woman there. She used to um, um, she used to uh, uh she had chickens and she brought me some chicken, some eggs. Yeah. And like the color of the yeah. eggs, they're a lot more vibrant, like a like a, a bright, bright real More
1: nutrient too.
0: So, but I've also been ta- after watching all these videos. Little
1: blood in the yolk.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was, but I was, after watching all these videos and learning about veganism, eggs are super bad for you. Like, as far as, like, boosting your cholesterol and stuff like that, they don't have as much protein. Like, they have protein. Egg whites. Yeah, right. Those those still aren't good for you. Yeah. They're better for you than yolks, but they're not good for you. And I had no idea because growing up, I've always thought eggs were a part of complete breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah, I'm
1: experimenting right now with the thing called, like, intermittent fasting. So like the two meals a day
0: so um what is that Keep so
1: like um you eat two meals a day okay. um so my first meal is at 12 p.m and then my last meal is at 9 p.m so it's pretty much set up to be 16 hour to eight hour fast and by doing that that's how you can get lean with just your diet and then you can still work out too and so that was like so it's to get you in ketosis that, that
0: that makes sense. That whole ketosis. Because when you take snack the,
1: all the time,
0: do you take those piss strips, those ketosis strips? No. <laughs> <laughs> you test your pee and all that nope, shit. No, nope, no. People nope. people go extreme. They they actually got like strips where you can like dip them in your pee and you can test, <laughs> test your pee nah. to see if it's at the level of ketosis. That's, I the, only just... I, that's the only reason. That's I asked. Um, but me and my wife went on a little diet, and we, we we're actually going to try to become vegan. And but we had cut oh. out we had cut out pork and red meat and we had seen a tremendous change. So we like completely like fuck the whole vegan shit. If we're having all this, like why would we like, why would we go vegan if we're having results now? Um, But that's one thing I do know that the nation of Islam and uh, Elijah Muhammad talk about is like, they only eat once a day and that's the whole idea of letting your body be able to rejuvenate itself and process its food and do everything it needs to. Uh, and the way that I've also heard it explained is, is like, if you have a car or you have any machine and you're constantly running it and, running it and running it and running it and running it you never give it time to shut down and, like, reprogram itself or nothing, that motherfucker's going to eventually break down and shut down. That's yeah. what your body is. So when you do do the eating once a day or the intermittent fasting like you do, it gives your body time to rejuvenate and, like, shut down and give it that real charge that it needs. Yeah. So.
1: And you feel better. You have more energy, and I, you're burning fat if you if that's your goal for energy. Yeah. When you do it that way.
0: So one thing that I don't. So
1: do- wait, are you going right into vegan? No, vegan no, no, not, no, no. I'm not.
0: No, do- I'm not doing. That was my goal.
1: But what? you could you could try experiment by like starting out with like two days one day a week vegan day or two days oh a we're week.
0: gonna we're definitely gonna do yeah. that we're gonna do definitely do it to the point where we're like not eating meat some days at all like what about
1: like white meat like fish chicken i'm
0: talking about like no meat no, was, meat at all? Wow. no <laughs> me, there's gonna be some days where we don't eat meat at all so no dairy at all either no we, we no, like we don't like uh no when we, cheese we, well, that's our that's our <laughs> downfall is cheese and uh dressings but what about processed foods? Are you going to eat noodles and all that? And uh, we eat whole wheat noodles. We eat quinoa, brown rice. So um, we eat a lot of fruit. So we kind of we oh, so you already- do carbs still. Yes, carbs aren't bad though. <laughs> so it's, it's how you your body reacts. It's it's like well, vegetables it, it, it are ends are up carbs. what what it, what the doctor or what the movie said is. It depends on what those carbs are mixed with. So if those carbs are mixed with other fatty saturated acids or other uh, trans fats or stuff. Exactly. That's when it becomes bad. Uh, If you ever have the time you want to watch it, there's a movie called What the Health and Game Changers. I heard
1: of Game Changers. I haven't seen it yet.
0: Um, Game Changers is one movie. Do you want me to tell you what it's about? Sure. Uh, So basically it's about um, athletes basically be going vegan like, changing their whole diet. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so, basically, it's, uh, at first, it starts off with, like, cyclers and skinny people, and then it's like, oh, well, there's big people, and then it goes to, like, bodybuilders and NFL players and how they have went from, they thought that they had to eat steaks and all these high-protein meats to get the gains, and they realized, like, after going vegan, that they have more energy, they're actually able to build more muscle. One thing they said is, like, A lot of the biggest animals in the world don't eat meat whatsoever. Like, they don't. Gorillas, ox, um, elephants, like, none of them eat meat. Giraffes. It's like, where, and even the animals that you're eating, the meat, where do they get their protein from? It's like, you can get your protein that you need from plants. You don't have to have meat. But that, it's, and then it it goes and kind of tells you how the processed foods and like the meat companies is like one of those it's almost like big pharma in a way and it kind of controls things and that's not something that you're gonna get rid of and then that movie What the Health kind of breaks down the whole like how the meat establishment is kind of like like a like a shot caller in the world and these motherfuckers ain't going nowhere unless we like Protest and yeah. cut their pockets out.
1: I don't know if I go vegan, but like when I eat, it's like clean, like vegetables, meat, veggies, pretty much. I don't eat a lot of carbs or processed.
0: Yeah, um, for for me, I don't know. I just changed it to brown rice and shit. Yeah. That shit's been working for me.
1: Yeah, I just kind of look at how my body reacts and then go that with that. Uh, you have um, any more questions about real estate? Or I do.
0: What is the most important thing to keep your mind or look uh, to keep in mind or look for when buying? When door, all right, sorry. What is the most important thing to keep in mind or look for when buying during an inspection?
1: When buying, well, for an inspection?
0: Yeah.
1: Are you talking about when you first tour or are you talking about at the what? inspection?
0: Um, both. So
1: so when you're touring the house, you're kind of looking to see if it matches what you want. So a lot of people get caught up too much in cosmetics, like um, but you want to focus on things you can't change. So, like, how do you feel about the neighborhood? How do you feel about the location? Is it match long-term? Not just where you work now or schools your kids go to now, but long-term. Universal. Yeah, do you want to be there long-term?
0: Right, absolutely. And then
1: you want to look at other things, like well, how many bedrooms do you need? How are, how are the bedrooms? What size are they? How do they feel? How does the house feel? Like you mentioned, you don't want a a narrow hallway.
0: Nah, I don't know why. I just don't. (laughs) It's weird. I just don't.
1: So that's what you can't change. And then you want to start looking to make sure there's nothing major wrong with the house. So like, what year is the roof? Is the roof, um, is is there any like discoloration in the ceiling where there might be signs of a leak, things like that. And then how's the foundation of the house? Any, any signs of any, any cracks in the house or anything?
0: Um, my brother said one thing he ran into a lot was animal smells. Is that something you run into a lot?
1: Well, cause it's in the carpet and along the walls.
0: Right, and then the floor, and you really can't get rid of it. Like if it's like piss, if the dog um, f- pisses. Well, in you can the get heart. rid of it.
1: You just have to clean, like tear the carpet up, get a new carpet. Just, is that is that which ex- most people do anyways though?
0: Is that expensive?
1: Um, it's all it's all about who you know, relative. Okay. <laughs> um, and what you want? Cause what style do you want? Um. So, a lot of people don't like carpet anymore.
0: They use hardwood floors. That makes sense. I mean, I would. But,
1: pro- oh, yeah. Your other question was about the actual inspection, though. Right, right, right. So, the actual inspection is broken up into maintenance and health and safety issues. So, maintenance would be things like, oh, your gutters aren't clean. They're full of debris. Okay. Uh, health and safety issues would be like. Um, mildew. Yeah, mildew. There's wiring issues in the house. Okay. Fire hazards. Um, a lot of health and safety issues are things that you actually go and negotiate. Right. Either and, you get a credit, which is um, which will limit lessen how much closing costs you have to bring to the table. Right. Or you can re- ask the sellers to repair. Do the
0: I, I I personally am probably gonna ask them to repair that shit. Like, Depends
1: what it is, because sometimes um, if you want to close in time, for example, some things might be better for just crediting you. Right. Versus just repairing everything, because what if um. Certain things, like, let's say you want the, the moss removed on the roof. Well, if you ask them to do it, they're just going to find the cheapest route possible. I wouldn't want. ask them to do that shit. <laughs> Some <I'm> people. No, 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 I feel that. I feel so it's, that. like, things that you, like, you can ask them to do <sighs> things that you don't want to control where you don't have a preference. Okay,
0: okay. I feel that. Um Uh, This is actually something I found out from Sandy yesterday in our little five-hour class, but I'll ask you anyway. Is it best to get approved for a loan before you start looking to buy? Yeah,
1: Yeah, definitely, because then you're not falling in love with houses that- That you can't afford. Yeah, you can't (laughs) afford, but also you've done the legwork and the paperwork in advance, so you're able to make a move if you like a house that's fresh on the market.
0: Right, right.
1: And sellers aren't going to take your offer seriously unless you have a pre-approval, most likely.
0: That makes sense how should you calculate your budget for a mortgage when you're in uh mortgage with your income
1: how should you calculate your budget, budget or
0: for, for your more so like when you're looking to buy a house like according to your like what is the formula you should come up with when you're looking at okay well i can afford this to, oh, i can afford this for mortgage right so
1: that's when you speak with the lender right and i actually believe you should re- meet with a realtor first and get a feel for the market and pick out your realtor first, cause they are the ones that's managing, managing your whole transaction from start to finish. Right. Um, and then when you meet with the lender, you want to go over the numbers with them. So what mortgage payment are you comfortable paying? And then they'll go over the numbers with you.
0: Um, what So like, if you could tell me and Jen right now, one thing that we should, cause we're in the process of trying to get a house. What is one thing that we need to keep in mind all, at all times when doing this process. what are, um, And what are, what are, uh, before we wrap it up, I want you to tell me that and what are one, pro, what the, a pro that you know to owning a house and a cons, you know, uh, some like common cons, you know, to owning a house and then we'll wrap it up. After so what was that. the first question again? What's the um, one thing? And what's the con- one thing that we need in the process of buying our house? What is one thing that we always need to keep in like the front of our mind? Like always keep in mind. Like, um, uh, is it that eventually we'll find a house? Don't give up. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Type. Is it, uh, uh, don't worry about little mediocre shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll help you find that type of, like,
1: so you want just one, I'll, a few, a few, <laughs> a few. I'll take a so, few. Yeah. So it will be like, uh, first, first, do you guys agree with of what you want in the house? Right. So like some people may want a basement. Some people may want a large spacious kitchen, a large yard. What do you guys agree? Then you want to kind of combine, combine what you want into three must-have features where the house has to have in order for it to feel right. And then you can start having nice-to-haves too. But, for example, if you want a four-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bathroom house, I mean two-bathroom house, well, a lot of houses may not have two full baths. So your options might go down from 60 options to 10. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> so just being clear about what absolutely must feel right so you don't deal with buyer's remorse. Right. Um, My brother's in that. He, he hasn't yeah. even
0: been in that in like six months, dude.
1: So it's all about questions and asking yourself, Is this? does this feel right for me? Is the location good for me long term?
0: Right.
1: Um. And then what you want specifically. And making sure you guys agree or there's trade things you can trade off.
0: So like for me and her, I feel like we're kinda like compatible because it's like I know one thing she wants is a kitchen.
1: Yeah. But if she likes this kitchen, she said. Yeah,
0: yeah, the spacious, right. And it's open. It's not like cluttered and yeah. small. It's not one of those um what is that shit? Ch- there you go. So it's like, uh, if we find a house that has kitchens like that or a kitchen she wants, but the, the hallways aren't Space wide. I'm not gonna trip off a wide hallway, but one thing I don't want to have is I don't want a hallway. I can't get my fucking couch or my TV (laughs) down, or you know what I mean. I don't want to be scraping on my walls because that's it's not because I don't want it. I don't want to end up paying money to fix that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm trying to think about like long term, you know. So like it's not like some of the things that I want isn't because of I need to have it. I'm just trying to be frugal. Is that the way? Kinda. Because in in the end, oh yeah. If, yeah. you, if you're if you're thinking about it, I, I want to save money. I don't want to have to end up paying to patch holes in my wall because I can't fit something down my.
1: So then going back off of that, then you want to look at taxes too. Right. So that's going to be the large one of the largest indicators of what your mortgage payment will be.
0: Absolutely. So
1: higher taxes, if it's like seven thousand, eight thousand dollars, then it's going to be more expensive payment than if it's three thousand, four thousand dollars. This this. Tax? Um. And then also like uh HOA fee. Homeowner like, association. Yeah well not all houses have it but some like you gotta keep in mind that that's an extra fee right so um and then i'll say another thing would be like not it depends on again what you want but some people want houses that are in peak condition right but you're going to spend more right because and you're going to compete more with other buyers too um so if a house is priced at 299 for example and it's in peak condition it's fixed up brand new granite countertops and everything those are the house that everyone's going to want to tour. Right. Brand new on the market. Those are the ones most people tour. So multiple offers house that's been on the market for 50 days. Right. It might have some of the features you like and that you want, but it's not like completely customized to what you like specifically. You can do that later on that makes and sense. save money as right. well and Absolutely. increase your equity because you're increasing the value of the house. But most people don't think that way. They think I want this house and they pay more.
0: That make that I like the way you explained that, bro. That actually makes a lot of sense. Um, when it comes to taxes, does it does where you live as far as inner city or more is it rural areas like outside? Is that determining your taxes? Um, that's part of it, yeah. Is so like if I decide to live inside downtown the city too. If I decide to choose downtown Crushham as opposed to Battleground, am I gonna pay more money in taxes?
1: Um, that would have, it varies depending on the neighborhood and
0: Okay. Too many variables to really tell. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna wrap it up here. I really appreciate you for coming out and kicking in kicking in with me and being part of the podcast. Um, it was kinda nice to have you come out and teach us a little things, but it was uh, yesterday me and my wife had took that five hour class <laughs> and uh, it kinda it kinda taught us a lot already. So like a lot of the things that I was planning to ask you today. Yeah. I kind of figured out yesterday. And so it was like I don't know. It was kind of nice, but it was it's kind of messed me up because yeah, it was yeah. like the I had, the bar, I had yeah. yeah, I had all the questions <laughs> yesterday, but now it's just like well, I already know that shit, you know? Well, we touched we
1: touched on some other topics
0: too, so yeah, not just absolutely. real estate. So it's cool. Um Where can people find you and follow you? What are your social media? Do you have a website? What are your um, social yeah, media? Yeah, yeah.
1: So my website is maydayrealestate.com. Okay. And with that, you know, you can search for properties and um, different things like that. My social media accounts are, it's Dominique May on Instagram. And then my Facebook is realtor, D- facebook.com slash realtor May.
0: Okay, do you mind if anybody... Uh, or
1: any- uh, Instagram, is it's underscore, then Dominique May.
0: Okay, I'll also from some of the pictures today, I'll definitely tag you in it. Um, do you mind if say like somebody happens to listen to it and like have questions for you do you mind if they reach out to you
1: Yeah that's fine okay. absolutely
0: all right All right don't forget to follow And I also
1: do uh, videos too on I'm going to start posting more videos again um, on my Facebook page and my Instagram that goes over home buying tips as well
0: Okay I'll make sure if if, if it's alright I'll definitely tag you in some of the things because I know a lot of people um, I mean, questions. I, yeah, absolutely. A lot of people, even that own houses have a lot of questions that yeah. they, that they, yeah. Like,
1: like what, to, what, what repairs and fixes should you do that actually increase value? Bro, I had a whole, I would not recommend doing a total bathroom remodel just to sell your house. Cause you're not going to make your return, but that could be another. Come. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's dope. So yeah,
0: I actually do have a, um, a whole, not you a could whole do one for
1: second time homebuyers. Absolutely. How to sell and buy.
0: How about this? How can, can we do another episode after me and the wife yeah. buy the house? Kind yeah. Kind of like, all right, there we go. All
1: right. Then talk about your experience and, all and that. then you have a different setup too. I hopefully <laughs> will
0: have a room just for yeah. this, dude. Hopefully. That is my plan. I'll have a little studio. All right. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at IDK period shit period podcast. There you will find the links to all of our streaming platforms as well as our YouTube link to watch each episode. Also, looking for fitness gear or supplements, we have a collab with FNX Fit Brand. Um, So click on the link in the, click on the link in the bio and enter IDK Shit Fit at checkout to get 15% off your order. They have creatine, whey protein, workout, pre-workout, CBD oil, workout recover, workout apparel, plus more. This is your boy, Mr. Handcrafted. Thank you for coming.